Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live... It's a shootout in the Old West. As two of fantasy's best quarterbacks duel in Denver, we've got everything you need to know about the Chargers and Broncos on Thursday night. Plus, the running back position has given fantasy owners headaches all season, so who's worth starting in the backfield? We'll help you run down victory lane with our starts and sits. And a man who knows a thing or two about running backs, former Green Bay Packers great Amon Green stops by to tell us about his fantasy squad and more. NFL Fantasy Live starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here, joined by the Hawk Fantasy Sports Writers Hall of Famer. That was very Tom Brokaw. Me, Fantasy Sports Writer Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Molly Karam, Adam Rankin, Akbar, Waja Biamila will be along shortly. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at NFL Fantasy. You may just see your tweets featured on the air. Fabs, uh, we got an early start on Sunday, a little uh, London early. game. Do you prefer the bangers or do you prefer the mash when it comes mm. to the English breakfast? I'm going to go for the mash. All right, you're a mash yeah. kind of guy. We have news from Nashville. NFL media insider Ian Rappaport reports that Titans quarterback Zach Mettenberger will get the star Jake Locker to the bench this Sunday against Houston. Locker missed the last two games with a thumb injury. Was back at practice this week. So the question is, how does it impact fantasy? When you have a rookie quarterback on your center, anything can happen. I'll tell you something right now. The first thought, pick up the Texans defense and play them this week. But I don't think you see a huge downgrade in Kendall Wright or Justin Hunter. Honestly, neither one of them has been very consistent. You're going to see a lot more carries from Bishop Sankey, though. They're going to have to lean on the run yeah. with a rookie under center. And no doubt, uh, you talk about Kendall Wright and, and Justin Hunter. I mean, if one thing Muttenberger has, it's a cannon. Yes. I mean, he has got a very strong arm. So maybe one play gets you, I don't know, seven or eight points if you're looking for something. In London, Lions running back Reggie Bush was downgraded from limited in practice Wednesday to a non-participant today. 
Uh, Fabs, you never want to see midweek downgrades due to an injury. So are you planning on Reggie Bush not being available? I would, and I would seek alternatives if I am in a fantasy football league that maybe has a Jarek McKinnon on the waiver wire, a Trey Mason on the waiver wire, someone like that. Pick someone up. Insurance. Anthony Dixon as well. And definitely start Joyke Bell. Great matchup this week. All right. We'll have more news from the International Series game in London later on. But for now, we turn our attention to Broncos and Chargers doing battle on Thursday night football. Yes, money, Chargers and Broncos in an AFC West showdown in Denver. Philip Rivers and the Bolts heading to Mile High to face Denver's prolific offense. Lots of fantasy points on the line in this one, gentlemen, including two of the best fantasy quarterbacks. But some owners are weary of starting quarterbacks on Thursday night. Akbar, what can we expect from Peyton Manning in this one? Uh, well, I think you can expect a big game from Peyton Manning. You don't have to worry about Peyton Manning throwing up one of those dead game. In fact, he owns Thursday night football. Yes, I know he's rich and he's got a lot of money. I don't mean own it like that. <laughs> I mean own it by his production. When you look at Peyton Manning's production in the last 11 Thursday night games he's averaged about 30 fantasy points and the reason why is it's mental preparation when you have a short week a lot of guys fall victim to not being prepared and just kind of going out there and giving whatever they have but Peyton Manning is always going to go above and beyond he can execute on a short week we never need, uh, need to be concerned about his preparation never. Adam how about Philip Rivers he's been so hot but can he continue this in Denver yeah I like Philip Rivers tonight I know actually there was a couple of uh, questions on Twitter two guys named Kyle separately asked me if they would start Philip Rivers over Tony Romo I would definitely What's take up, that Kyle? matchup yeah so I would definitely take that matchup I would take Philip Rivers over guys like Matthew Stafford guys like Jay Cutler for instance these are a lot of the questions that are coming up I'd have confidence in him Mike McCoy has this offense running at a high clip of course last week a little bit of a downtick of a game because basically the game plan that the Chiefs were running negated their time of possession I don't expect that tonight I expect this to be more of a shootout a lot of points on the board they're going to have to keep up with the Broncos which means they're going to have to throw the ball a lot so I feel very confident going with Philip Rivers if you have Philip Rivers or Peyton Manning You're on your fine. team, they are in your You're roster. Fine. I had a lot of tweets about the uh, running game there. People concerned about that's Oliver. The, that's the tough one, yeah. But we'll talk about that later Let's in the show. Let's not give it away now. No, that is a tease. We'll have more on Thursday Night Contest later on in the show as we lead into Total Access kickoff from Denver. Rivers and the Chargers take on Manning and the Broncos in a clash between two of the NFL's elite teams. Football starts here. Chargers-Broncos tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, live on NFL Network and CBS. Pre-game begins at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Money, money, money. It's all you, my friend. All right, thank you, Molly. It is time now to look ahead to the rest of the week with Michael Fabiano starts and sits at each position. Fab, you put a lot of work into it. I do. A lot of effort. I, I try, my thanks. friend. We really appreciate it, man. All right, My to the pleasure. <laughs> we start with the tight ends. <laughs> Greg Olson was about all they had going in Green Bay this past week. He is on your start list. Where do you want to start with our start and sits? Well, first of all, Dwayne Allen's got to be there every week, and he's still not owned in all leagues. It's unbelievable, but let's go back and talk about Greg Olson, shall we? Right now, one of the three best tight ends in fantasy football. When we talk about tight ends, we talk about Rob Gronkowski. We talk about Jimmy Graham and Julius Thomas, but Greg Olson, He's now in this mix, yeah. money. He's been one of the most consistent tight ends in fantasy football. 59 targets this year. That's the most among tight ends. 
and he's got a great matchup this week against the Seahawks. That sounds really weird, doesn't it? Great matchup against the Seahawks. You got a large enough sample size to know you speak the truth, fans. But they've given up the third most fantasy points to tight ends this year, allowing an average of about 12 fantasy points per game. So keep riding Olsen while he's hot. Yeah, well, you said it. Targets. I mean, that is the guy, even with Calvin Benjamin. That's the guy that uh, Cam Newton is looking for. All right, here we go. The wide receiver, stardom and sit him. What are we doing? We going start or sit with this one, Faz? What do you want to highlight? Well, let's talk about the starts first. Doug Baldwin, now the number one guy in Seattle. I'd play him for sure this week against Carolina. Terrence Williams has scored a touchdown in every home game this year. Going down to the sits, Deshaun Jackson. And he has had some huge games for fantasy owners this year, but he has also put up some stink bombs too, Money. And this week, I'm thinking stink bomb on Monday night against the Cowboys. He has one touchdown is an entire career against the Dallas Cowboys in 10 games. 65-plus receiving yards once in his last five games against Dallas. And the Cowboys have given up the third-fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So, Money, I think Jackson is a risk. Yeah, but he's got that old yee-haw Texas gunslinger Colt McCoy going to be slinging. Bringing that oh, ball to him back in his home state, fans. Apparently, uh, I don't think it does at all. Who would have no, thought sir. that a Cowboy defense was going to deter us from starting fantasy players this season? It's but here shock. we are in Week Eight. All right, running backs. Uh, your starts. You see Dre Ellington, who has been great in that feature role he in Arizona. Been. What else you want to uh, feature here, Fabs? Ben Tate will bounce back against Oakland. Guys, I'm sitting. Chris Johnson, uh, Denard Robinson, bad matchup against the Dolphins. But let's go back up to the starts and look at Jarek McKinnon. I was a little late to the bandwagon because I thought Matt Asiata was going to keep that job, even though I knew McKinnon was the more versatile, more explosive player. Well, in the last two weeks, 38 touches. That leads all Vikings running backs. And what a matchup he has this week against the Buccaneers. Or can we call them the Yuccaneers again? Oh, look what you did can there. Can we do that? The Buccaneers have allowed the most fantasy points to running backs in the last four weeks. And they've also given up seven rushing touchdowns. That is tied for the fourth most in the National Football League. The running backs. So McKinnon is a guy you should start this week. All right. Finally, the big point producers. That quarterback position coming off. That mess in Green Bay. You say Cam Newton, a start against Seattle at home. Carson Palmer is back and healthy. He's got enough weapons to put up the points for you. What about those sits right there, though, Fabs? Joe Flacco in Cincinnati. You want nothing to do with him. Matt Ryan anywhere but Georgia. You want nothing to do with him, and this is why. Ryan has scored fewer than 15 fantasy points in three or four games away from home. In the last two games, he's been sacked nine times. Their offensive line is just awful right now, riddled with injuries. And the Lions money, they have given up the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks of any team in the National Football League. So Ryan needs to be on your bench. So you're saying the fine folks over there across the pond in the U.K. are going to be treated to a high-flying, explosive, point-producing contest? A lot of defense and a lot of sacks by those Lions because their front seven yeah, is nasty. The offensive line is a disaster in Atlanta. All right, for more on the other QB in that matchup, Matthew Stafford, and more, you can catch Michael Fabiano's Week 8 Fantasy Spotlights exclusively on NFL Now. Visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for exclusive fantasy content specifically tailored to your fantasy teams. All right, coming up, London is calling for the Lions and Falcons. We'll preview the early morning contest and tell you why Golden Tate is becoming a must-start in fantasy. Plus, we get your roster ready for Thursday night football when NFL Fantasy Live returns. The Detroit
Detroit Lions and Atlanta Falcons practiced Wednesday for the first time in preparation for Sunday's matchup at Wembley Stadium. Welcome back to Wembley Stadium. This is year nine of the International Series. The NFL is in London, England. Lions and Falcons in London this Sunday. Still waiting to hear if Lions receiver Calvin Johnson will suit up at Wembley Stadium on Sunday. He did practice Thursday but was limited. So we'll keep you posted on that. It'll be a game-time decision. But two other receivers in this matchup catching the eyes of fantasy owners as well. The surging Golden Tate and the struggling Julio Jones. For more, we welcome an NFL media Steve White standing by in London. Hello, Steve. Thanks, Molly. Well, Lions wide receiver Calvin Johnson, he'll practice on a limited basis for the second consecutive day. A good sign, according to head coach Jim Caldwell, because no setbacks from practicing Wednesday. Little games and shit, though. Not until game day will right. we know if he's actually going to play with Babs. The other Lions receiver, Golden Tate, he's played well in two of the last three games without Calvin Johnson. Why? Well, Golden Tate has been spectacular, and this is exactly what the Lions was hoping for when they added and acquired Golden Tate this offseason. Three 100-yard games, and you can tell him and Matthew Stafford are developing the chemistry. Yeah, he's been the main target with Megatron out. Now, let's go to Atlanta. Julio Jones, a wide receiver, says he hasn't played like he's wanted to since week three. What can he do to get going in this game against the Lions? Well, I think the biggest thing for the Atlanta Falcons offense is how well they can run the ball against this tough Detroit Lions defense. One of the other things to look forward to is can they protect Matt Ryan. That would be the biggest key in whether Julio Jones would be able to continue his big play capabilities. All right, Babs, good stuff. Back to you guys. Big play, Babs and Steve. One thing we know for sure, those two are having fun across the pond. Remember, fantasy fans, the Lions and Falcons game from London will have an early kickoff, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific, so be sure to get your lineup set Saturday night or early Sunday morning and tune into NFL Fantasy Live Sunday morning for live updates and in-game highlights straight from Wembley Stadium starting at 11.30 a.m. Eastern on NFL Road Zone, and you can see all these fine gentlemen. Yeah. All right, so we heard Steve Weich allude to it there. Julio Jones with just one double-digit fantasy performance in his last four games. How concerned are you guys about Julio this week? Well, football is the ultimate team sport, right? And that offensive line is bad right now in Atlanta, which means Matt Ryan's being sacked, is being pressured. So you have to be a little bit concerned. Plus, the Lions defense... It's really good. Yeah, I'm concerned as well. I think his game is going to be a little bit like toast and butter. I mean, if you recall, I was oh, there yeah. in the, uh, London uh, for the Raiders and, the, and, and the Dolphins yeah. game, and I can tell you one thing that's going to be an issue, that traveling time is brutal to get your body going back and, and working operate. I had a hard time myself, so I can imagine that that's going to help, uh, you know, have that chemistry block with that team and offensively their production. I'm going to spare you all with my accent, but, you know, what's very <laughs> concerning is they're facing the best D in the league in the Lions yeah. as well. So time for Coaching Decisions now, presented by Lenovo. And our first decision, we go back out to Wembley Stadium. And, Fabs, we go back to the Lions here. And who would you start, Golden Tate or Miami's Mike Wallace? I like both of these guys. Both of the matchups are good, but I have to go with Golden Tate. I mean, he's been on fire over the last few weeks. Last week, had his best fantasy game maybe ever, putting up huge totals. He's been targeted nine-plus times in four straight games, of course. That has a lot to do with Calvin Johnson not playing, and the matchup is very good. Atlanta has allowed the third-most receiving yards to wide receivers this year. I like Wallace. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm starting him, but Tate is the better play this week. Yeah, and he has a great matchup, too, against the Jags, but edging him out there. Right. All right, Akbar, who would you go with? Doug Martin against Minnesota or Shane Vereen against Chicago? Both great matchups. Well, yeah, but Doug Martin hasn't really been able to get it done 
and yeah. you look at his production, it, it hasn't really been there. It's been absent, so I'm going to have to go with Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen has a unique opportunity to really get the ball going here because you look at where, where they are. They've Offensively, they've gotten – they strike some new levels of highs right now, and I think that has a lot to do with that two tight end formation with Wright and, of course, Gronkowski. That's going to give him the opportunities. But what he's doing in the passing games really helps them and has created this evolution in their offense. Shane Vereen is the better play, uh, better than Doug Martin. That answer was a little disappointing. Why is that? Because <laughs> you, you broke character. <laughs> Finally, Adam, who would you start, Cam Newton or Carson Palmer? I'm going to go with Carson Palmer in this contest. I like Cam Newton. He's been playing well as Even of against uh, Philly's defense? Well, you know what the thing is, is uh, the, the Seahawks defense is what scares me. Okay. About. I expect them to put a beat down on the Panthers as they get things going again. But Carson Palmer has been one of the most consistent quarterbacks when he's been healthy, as you see right there. Close to 20 fantasy points each and every time he suits up. And more importantly, again, we see this number come up. One interception this season. The one thing that has knocked Palmer so much over the course of his career is turning the ball over, but he's doing a great job. And I credit Bruce Arians for finally installing that offense. Just realize this is Carson's second year in the league when he was ready to retire. He was ready to quit. So I like him this week. It's good to see him back out there healthy as well. And that was Coaching Decisions presented by Lenovo. Still to come, we're putting on our cheese heads, and our experts will guarantee that Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson have huge fantasy performances in Week 8. Find out why they're so confident. Plus, I'm Amon Green, former running back for the Green Bay Packers, joining me on NFL Fantasy Live to show you my fantasy football roster. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Adam Rank here, pleased to be joined by Akbar Baja Biamila and former Green Bay Packers running back Amon Green. Welcome to the show, Amon. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, we're doing wonderful. Good to be here with a fellow D.C. fan. We'll get to more of that yes. in a moment. But right now, you've got a huge matchup this week in the NFL Legends Community yeah. League. You're going up against Jay Novacek. And I know yeah. Jay, Jay's got his son Blake helping his roster out. But you've got a pretty good team, too. Talk a little bit about your team so far this season. Um, well, right now we're we're four and three. I mean, I have Russell Wilson, my quarterback, Ahmad Bradshaw, Muhammad Sanu, a Calvin, the young rookie Calvin Benjamin with Carolina. You know, so I got a pretty decent squad. You know, I just got to probably manage it a little bit better. That's why I'm, it's more of the manager's problem right now. That's why we're four and three. It so. sounds like a coaching issue. Yes. So yes, my, I'll put do, it on me. Do you use a lot of your football instincts and your playing experience? Do you rely on that when you're deciding who to put into your to your lineup each week? I mean, you've got a stacked up lineup right right now. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I use a little bit of my instincts, but I actually actually tune in to NFL now and listen to you guys. So I'm not I don't think I know everything, you know. <laughs> so I kind of listen to the experts in the fantasy football world and kind of just go back and forth what team they're playing against, what defense, if it's a good defense, if it's a bad defense in terms of the run game or the pass game. And then I kind of, you know, really I'm up till last minute, you know, making my roster changes up until kickoff. Kelvin Benjamin seems interesting. I saw that you grabbed him there. What has impressed you so much about, about him this season? Um, like most positions, one and two positions, running back and wide receivers, they get adapted a lot quicker to the NFL game. And I say he's done that, you know, with his height. You know, he's 6'6 six, six or 6'7, six, and he makes things look real effortless when he, especially going for a, a ball at a high point, you know, and going against most DBs that are below six feet. He's take, he definitely takes advantage, along with Cam, the way he places the ball, takes advantage of his height. 
Now, I don't know how you got your running backs, but I love your running back lineup. Ahmad Bradshaw, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, the fantasy world's excited yeah. about Le'Veon Bell. What do you see in Le'Veon Bell that makes you excited about playing him every single week? Um, very um, easy. It's basically his patience. He gets the ball. You already know he's explosive and has the speed. He has a couple big long runs this season already. But he takes his time, let his linemen do their job, get to their blocks, and then boom, he explodes through the hole. And then he knows how to make people miss on his own if he doesn't have them blockers in front of him. Let's talk a little bit about Eddie Lacy, though, one of the guys who's yeah. carrying the rock there for the Green Bay Packers. Some fantasy enthusiasts might be a little disappointed with what he's shown so far this season. Yeah. What have you seen from him? Um, at little bits of time, it shows what we saw last year. He is a decisiveness, getting through the hole, exploding through the hole, breaking tackles, bring, dragging guys with him. I think the only thing that's kind of slowed him down is the part that he's not being decisive. He can look like he's kind of thinking or just, just thinking a little bit too much. And I think sometimes as a runner, you kind of lose that confidence a little bit when you're kind of getting stuck because he's played against some good defenses in the early part of the season. But I think now in the second half, they have a bye week coming up, starting with New Orleans this weekend. I think if he more less decisive, get out there and just make quick decisions and react to the whole, react to the defenders, he'll start getting on that role that he had last year. Is there one thing, if you had Eddie Lacy right in front of you, 12 years, over 9,200 yards, at 37-year-old, year, year old, what do you tell a 24-year-old Eddie Lacy? Well, I actually talked to him a couple of times this early part of the season, and the first thing I said to him, it was right after, I think it's yeah, after it was concussion, I said, uh, keep your head up. Hit with your shoulder pad. You know, that's something that I use. And Akbar, you know, you played against me a few times and you see me, you see it on film. Run behind your pads. Use your shoulder pads as the weapon, not your head, not your helmet. And that right there is another, I'll say it would be another easy way to, but basically longevity to your career and gives defenders second guesses to come tackle you. And you talk about him getting into a rhythm. Is it going to be hard, though, because he's been splitting time with James Starks? Is it tough for a running back to get going when you know that you're going to be giving time away to somebody else? Um, if, it, if it's something where it's, in, it's part of the game plan, yeah, it's tough. But when it's a, a, kind of upon yourself as a runner to get yourself going, I think it's something that I think he knows that now. And he, once he learns, okay, I got to get myself going because then when I'm tired, that's when I know James is going to come in and not part of the game plan. I think when he, he realizes that, that he controls what he should be doing on that football field, I think Eddie will be out there more and be more of a big, um, big part of this offense. And then, you know, st sticking with the running back, of course, you are a running back extraordinaire. Yeah. You know, in fantasy, we're always trying to gauge, you know, when is a running back going to hit that wall? You got Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, and everybody. Yeah. Can you give insight to what you look for to say, you know what, that running back is about to hit the wall, you know, that every running back hits in their career? Um, I'll say I have to go off my, my experience and my, my path, basically, is when that running back is kind of going through the injuries. When they kind of get that injury bug later in their career, kind of like a Steven Jackson that's in Atlanta. He's kind of had the quad, the hammy, little soft tissue things that kind of keep them from getting full tilt. So when you see a running back getting that part, you know, we're getting the injury bug here and there, a little knick-knack stuff, not major stuff, but a little knick-knack stuff that keeps them from being 100%. That's when you kind of know they kind of hit, they haven't stopped, but they kind of hit a, a bump in the road that's going to keep them being 100%. Now, Amon, I'm not shy about letting everybody know that I'm kind of a comic book fan. I, pref I prefer the DC universe. I know you do as well. The team, yes. your name of your team, Batman Rogues. So I guess that gives yes. a, a little hint there. Go excuse me, Gotham Rogues. I'm Gotham sorry. Rogues. I, he I is Batman. Him. He's he, Batman. He, well, that's it. Who, if, of, of the NFL right now, who is the Batman of the league? Ooh, I've oh, got my oh, choice. Man. 
I'll, t I'll tell you, uh, I don't want to spoil. I know I'm putting you on the spot. I'll give you a second to think about it as I explain <laughs> okay. that I think it's yeah. the quarterback of your own team, Russell Wilson, because he's one of those guys. Because Batman is not necessarily a superhero. He's not an alien. He's a human being. But So right. I feel like he could be one. Um, Russell is probably one, and I'm going to have to. Yeah, you put me on the spot, man. I'm just going to quick draw McGraw right here. Just quick draw I'm McGraw. Gonna to, <laughs> I'm going to have to go right off the top of the nugget right now. Um, in that same area is Aaron because he kind of, if you think about Bruce Wayne, he's living mm -hmm. two lives. He's living Bruce Wayne. He's living Batman. In the Bruce Wayne limelight, he's the party boy. He's the show boy. So you got Aaron with the relaxed statement, and he's dating Olivia Munn. He got ah. all this going on. <laughs> but then on the football field, on the football field, okay. he puts the helmet on. He's the master of the court of the of the huddle. He leads his team and bringing them on the comebacks early in the season, and now having his team in a good position to run the NFC North. And you're going to be, by the way, you're going to be in that new Batman versus Superman movie, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I uh, was uh, got picked. They called me up, and I was so excited. And I'm going to be thug number two in the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice coming out in 2016. Oh, that's nice. Hey, last one for me, Amon. What's it like? I know what the locker room's like when we do a lot of trash talking, that Legend Community League. What's yeah. it like? Who's doing the, 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 the most of the uh, trash talking there? You know, to be honest, I have heard none. I thought I would hear a little bit of trash talk here and there. I think I heard more trash talk from when we were setting it up, you know, <laughs> and uh, getting trying to get guys in. But it's been a great, a great experience. And I'll say real quick with the legend community, you know, we're basically was put together by Tracy Perlman, who's part of NFL marketing, and Troy Vincent, who was also the president of the Players Association. So them two brains got together, created the Legends program. I'm a, co a coordinator, along with the director of my um, area is uh, Aeneas Williams. And we're basically, we bring information to current and former players about all the resources that are available to players from medical to educational assistance to bed, you know, um, total body um, care and things of that nature. So when they're done, you know, transitioning from away from the game as a, as a former player, they can learn what's still out there as resources to them. And for more on Amon Green and the NFL Legends community, visit nflplayerengagement.com slash legends or follow them on Twitter at NFL Legends. Hey, thanks for coming on, Amon. Uh, good luck against Jay Novacek this week. Uh, not too much because Jay's kind of my buddy, but <laughs> I'm rooting for you too. All right, watch it now. I'll be out in <laughs> L.A. soon. So. All right. All right, All thanks, thanks for having man. me. All right, thanks a lot, Amon. Coming up, if your roster is still haunted by the mistakes of draft day pass, don't be afraid. We'll help you find peace with the players you need to drop. NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose will be back right after this. Coming up, who are you going to call? Say it, gentlemen. Ghostbusters! There we go. Our roster, Ghostbusters, here to help bring your fantasy squad back into the land of the living and rid your team of the mistakes of the past. Plus, Colts tight end Dwayne Allen has become a touchdown machine this season, but somehow he's still available in a whole mess of leagues. You'll want to watch to see if you can pick him up after hearing Adam Rank's prediction. And we're setting the lineups of two lucky fans. Find out who Michael Fabiano leaves on their digital bench. This is NFL Fantasy Live. All right, in the spirit of Halloween, we have assembled a team of fantasy Ghostbusters Ooh. here on the field. And don't start fighting over who gets to be Bankman and all that. All right, enough of that. <laughs> if your team has been haunted by the ghosts of fantasy points past, we are here to help. So, I'll start with you, Rank. Yes, uh, get us started on which ghost of a player would you aim your proton pack <laughs> toward? 
right? It's Zach Stacy. He can get out of my lineup. I understand Jeff, or uh, yeah, Jeff Fisher came out and said that, yeah, he could have 25. No, he can't. He will not have 25 carries. The mullets will come back before this guy gets 25 <laughs> carries. I'm not believing any of this. It, you know what it is? It's a motivational uh, ploy. They just want Trey Mason to feel hungry. To keep, you know, just keep that fire going. So there's no way Zach Stacy's going to come So if you've got out. Zach, you're staring at the waiver wire. You want Trey Mason, I would Trey Mason instead of Benny Cunningham. Trey, Trey Mason just looks like the better running okay. back. That's the only thing I can judge it by. I know, blah, 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 pass protection. Okay, look, there's plenty of guys who are two down backs who do well in the NFL. So go pick up Trey Mason, drop Zach Stacy. All right, Fabs, uh, you're going to the number two in New York, CJ2K. Do you remember that scene in Ghostbusters where they're in the ballroom and they step on that device? And Slimer gets sucked in. Sure. That's Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson is. He's the box or he's the slime guy? He is the slimer. Okay. You see green and green, they wear green for the Jets. You understand? This is one of those players that a lot of people drafted expecting good things. Luckily, I didn't draft him in any of my leagues, but Chris Johnson, his time as a viable fantasy player are done. Chris Ivory is now the main guy in there. And even with Johnson sees carries, he does not produce. Sorry, CJ2K. You're going by All right, uh, Akbar, you can't make the same green analogy with your player in green. Zach Ertz? You You're know, booting Zach Ertz? How dare you? So you remember the T-shirts from Ghostbuster, and they would have the ghost, and then they had the circle and the, 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 the line. Yeah, 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 there it is right there. That's what I want to put over Zach Ertz. I had Zach Ertz on my roster, right? And, and I ended up getting rid of him for know, Delaney I, Walker. I you picked, picked him up. up. I know you did. Darn right, I, I did. I, I didn't want to do anything with Zach Ertz. Yeah. What has Zach Ertz been able to do? Look. When we look at this offense, this offense is getting geared towards running the ball again with LaShawn McCoy. We saw the success that they had against the Giants, and he hasn't been in there. Look, you look at that last game against the Giants, he only took 30% of the snaps. And why? Because they're geared towards getting Selleck more and getting because he's more of a, a run-blocking tight end than he is uh, a pass. All right, this may be uh, five weeks too late maybe, but right? Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson, Uh-oh. yes, dogs and cats living together. Mass look hysteria. At look at this. There you go. Sickness. That's- Sick, sickness, drinking eggs for Cordell's, Cordell Patty. You know, the thing is, is I'm too chicken to actually go out and release him <laughs> because I have him on every single fantasy team that I have. But what I'm doing, every time I'm trying to make a trade, it's always like, yeah, I'll trade to this guy for this guy. Oh, by the way, you have to take Cordell Patterson. It's just like the head. I, I don't want to necessarily, like, if I trade him and he goes off and does something good, then I don't feel as bad as if I just, because I know if the, the, the minute I straight up release him, he's going to go out and have a have a good game. But I feel comfortable, though, hey, uh, releasing him because I'm done. I'm moving on. Fabs, uh, you're going with the tight end in Cleveland, Jordan Cameron. He's my Zool. This guy has been such a disappointment. Do you know that in week six, (laughs) he had that 150-plus yard touchdown, 11.1 fantasy points on one play. That's more points than he scored in any game this year. He's been awful. North Turner's gone. Chud's gone. And Cameron is off of my fantasy football team. Sayonara. Fabs, there are not a lot of tight ends out there. Dwayne Allen. Dwayne Allen? I will pick up Dwayne Allen. And honestly, he's been so bad this year, Jordan Cameron, that most people who have him should have been looking on the waiver wire for a replacement. This guy's value is sunk. We got a Zool. We got a Dogs and Cats. We got a Slimer. (laughs) Akbar, you got the last one. 
one here, uh, and you're going back uh, to the Eagles. Yeah, I'm, go, I'm going oh, right back to, to the Eagles, and this time I'm going to go with the protein shooter. What is it called? <laughs> Sounds good, yeah. <laughs> protein Pump shooter. Full of protein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm out. That's going to knock him out. <laughs> See you guys later. Because when you think about, I mean, Nick Foles. Trying to put muscle on his arms. He's thrown eight interceptions already this year, and so or seven interceptions this year, and that's a lot more than he had last year. And this offense, again, it's been up and down. Yes, they've been winning, but I don't know that Nick Foles is a guy that I can trust. He's giving me a bunch of those 13 and 14-point games. I can't get jiggy with that. I just can't. That's from a whole nother movie. I can't get jiggy with this. Okay, so I just want to make sure. <laughs> Do proteins have positive or negative charges? I'm just trying to figure it out. Man, just, I'll work it through in my yeah. head. If you want to see more players, you must release into the netherworld of fantasy oh, football, man. including a quarterback who is one of the league's hottest pickups this shooter. month. Sign up for NFL Now. It's free. It's easy to sign up, and you will get our exclusive fantasy content and more at NFL.com slash now. All right. Thank goodness that's over. The curse (laughs) of the rookie wide receiver appears to be broken, but who would you start these rookies over in fantasy? We're playing a game of set my lineup to answer that quandary and more. Plus, if you're angling to work a trade before Sunday morning, we've got four players you need to target right now if you want to rack up big-time production in Week 8. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Tuesday on a special edition of Sound Effects, Peyton Manning is wired for his record-breaking performance. Sound Effects, Peyton Manning 509, Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Time for Everyday Performer, presented by Bridgestone. Molly Karam, Adam Rank, and Akbar Bajbi Amila at your service. And each week, we're giving you folks a look at our locks of the week with our everyday performer at each position. These are guys you can count on with no hesitation for week eight. And Akbar, let's begin with your lock of the week at the quarterback position. Well, it's not really my lock of the week. I'm really going to go with Amon Green's lock of the week, which is his Batman, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been playing at an all-time high right now. When you look at this matchup, it looked good going up against the New Orleans Saints. But when you think about 13 touchdowns, no interception in the last four weeks. This is huge. I mean, this is big time, and he's, he's doing it with his boy, Jordy Nelson, his other boy, Randall Cobb. These guys have been playing lights out as well, but Aaron Rodgers, the way he processes the game, I think he's going to really be able to dice this defense up, and because they've been playing so poorly, mm-hmm. this is going to make it a huge opportunity for him to put up big numbers against the Saints. Yeah, the Saints have been very generous. Let's take a look at your projections now, and Aaron Rodgers leading all fantasy quarterbacks in points over the last month. You have him with 26. Yes, and I I believe the Packers are going to get up early on the New Orleans Saints, and I think that they're going to be able to stop them defensively. So you look at that, they'll probably end up having to, you know, put put them on ice there. Just kind of keep cool them out. Keep them cool. All yeah. right. Well, you teed this R-E-L-A-X. one up. R-E-L-A-X. Yeah. Exactly. He lived up to that, and uh, you teed it up nicely here because yes. Jordy Nelson is your everyday performer at the wide receiver position. Absolutely. You called him his boy. I say it's his boy wonder. Robin. Let's see what you did there. Would he be Jason Todd or Dick Grayson? So he's Jason Todd. Randall Cobb could be Dick Grayson if if uh, if Rodgers has a son, he could be Damian. Anyways, I like Jordy Nelson because he is one of the most consistent receivers. Each and every week, we like to chart guys who are the most targeted, and you see a bunch of names shuffle in and out. But Jordy Nelson's is always there, consistent. Rodgers is always looking for him. And again, you talk about this matchup; it's going to be great. Jordy Nelson will have another great game, and fantasy owners who have them can rest easy. And there it is, one reception. 80 yards. I tell you, it'll be the first play, the first offensive play. <laughs> and the Packers done. And it's done. <laughs> that's done. the one. That's the one complaint I have about Jordy Nelson is he catches a touchdown early and you're like, yeah, we're smoking. It's cool because the anxiety's gone because mm-hmm. you know he's going to be good. But then you're just sitting there going like, dude, 
You don't want to catch you, another you know, pass? You, you, like know, you know where the rest of those fantasy points are going to go, right? Texcon? No, no, it's going to go towards uh, Starks and Eddie Lacy because they'll just start mm -hmm. running the ball. All right. I love how specific you are. You're all about the details, Adam <laughs> Rank. But let's continue now with the running backs. And Lamar Miller, maybe not the greatest 2013, but 2014, he's been killing it, especially in the red zone. Yeah, this is Fab's boy. And, you know, Fab's always talks about he was just a year late. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Well, you're early, however it goes. Is we'll get there. Early? Yeah. Yeah, one, one he was early. But, yeah, Semantics. Early. So, so, but the point is, is that when you look at the way the Dolphins now are utilizing him, they're utilizing him a lot in the red zone. He's got 20 touches in the red zone. That's impressive. So that means they trust him in, the, in, the, in that red zone area. He can make plays. He's getting the, the Dolphins into the end zone, going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know they can't shed blockers and stop him. I mean, he, he can put the jukes on any one of their linebackers, any one of their defensive linemen. His vision is great. He's playing well. The smirching my points. friends down in Duval County. 21 mm, points. That's a big game. I, I, I'm, I'm serious Whoa, about his production. And notice this. I didn't give him 94 yards this time. I gave him 95 no. yards, two touchdowns. It's the attention to detail. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. He, he's speaking I of att that. attention to detail. How about our outfits coordinating? Yeah, we, we're looking good. The, yeah, this is impressive. We're all, shade, we're all shades of wine and, and fall. But we need to focus here, and we need to go to the tight end position. <laughs> Adam Rank, Dwayne Allen, five receiving TDs this season. Is he going to get another one? I like Dwayne Allen this week. So if Andrew Luck would then be the Green Lantern, he would be the he would be what? what? How Jordan? About? Dwayne Allen could be the John Stewart, yes, no, Dwayne Allen. You know, everybody wanted to romanticize that relationship he had with Kobe Fleener. They were college teammates, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And roommates. But, and all that stuff, Akbar. But you know what? Dwayne Allen is just a dynamic talent. And when the team, you have a team like this with so many different offensive weapons, because you got T.Y. Hilton in the mix, Ahmad Bradshaw is running pretty well. But Dwayne Allen is still going out there. He ranks among the top five in tight ends with receiving touchdowns. And you look at this, I'm not going to predict him to get a touchdown, I'm going to say they're going to get it on the ground this week, but he'll have 105 yards. Not a lot of tight ends go out there and get you the yards. A lot of the times, tight ends get the guy, they get touchdowns or nothing, but Dwayne Allen can move the sticks. So I like him this week. Automatic. Yeah, over 10 Boom. points. You give him that extra point five. You know, that's what I'm doing. No, you get a bonus, too, in the league's eye plan. So that, that would actually be 12 points. <laughs> All right. Great stuff, gentlemen. That was Everyday Performer presented by Bridgestone. Now over to Money and Fabs at the touchscreen. Gentlemen, what you working on? Thank you, Molly. Earlier this week, we asked you fans to tweet us using the hashtag SetMyLineup, and we picked out one of you in need of help. So if you want your lineup set, send us a picture of your complete lineup at NFL Fantasy, and you might just see us help you out on the show. Now, Fabs, earlier in the show, we saw former Packer Amon Green's lineup, and as a party favor, we will have you, the Hoff, the Hall of Famer, <laughs> set his lineup for him right now. So let's get started who makes the cut? Obviously, we'll go top to bottom. Quarterback, Russell, Russell or Matthew. Russell Wilson right. is not even a question about it at running back. Le'Veon Bell and Ahmad Bradshaw. Bradshaw's been unbelievable this year. At wide receiver, I'm going Kelvin Benjamin. Okay. Against the Seahawks, who actually don't have the what best What about the defense. Legion of Boom? What about what That's, happened? The, the boom has gone boom this year. And Alshon Jeffrey is okay. another guy that I'm going to start against this the Patriots. week. At flex, let's just go with Eddie Lacy. I like the matchup against uh, the New Orleans Saints. They have not been good against the run this year. Moving on to the tight end position, I, I don't like Travis Kelsey this year, so let's go with Zach Ertz. You don't like him personally or you just don't uh, no, like him I this week? Or? I just don't think Kelsey's matchup is great. Okay. And Ertz is playing against the Cardinals who give up a lot of points to tight ends. 
How about uh, Amon, Amon Green, right? Why do you have two kickers and two defenses, man? Uh, I'm going to make him happy. I'm going to go with the Packer. Okay. Sebastian Janikowski has no fantasy value. He shouldn't be on Mason Crosby, team. and by the way, inside Mason Crosby as opposed to dealing with the elements in Cleveland exactly. for Sebastian Janikowski. Great point. And finally, I'm going Arizona Cardinals over the Panthers. But number one, why do you have two defenses? Number two, pick up the Dolphins or pick up the Chiefs. They have much better matchups than Arizona does this week. All right. Well, he's the Hall of Famer for a reason because he can fly right through it. I'm going to go with our viewer, Eric Nelagaza. And uh, here we go. Quarterbacks. Well, this is an easy one because Eli Manning's on a bye. So Ryan Tannehill, by default, is your quarterback running backs. This is, again, a no-brainer. It's Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Charles, (laughs) likely your top two picks in your uh, draft this season. As for the wide receivers, let's see. Two receivers. Well, I'll go with the two number ones, Michael Floyd and Sammy Watkins and then we start looking at the flex and I guess this is where we have to make a decision right do I like a number one receiver in New York do I feel like Brandon Cooks is going to come back Trey Mason and eh, maybe he's the number one back but we don't know how much Benny Cunningham's going to be used you know what I'm going to do fast. I know what you're doing I mean how do I not go with an Oregon State Beaver Brandon and a Cooks rookie. and a rookie no but less. when you talk about the Packers I expect it to be a high-flying high-scoring affair so I'll lean on Brandon Cooks to get into that end zone at least one time finally the tight ends well he's made it easy. Jordan well, Reed, easy Adam Vinatieri, and Kansas I City. I like Kansas City. That's a great stream this week. All right, there we go. So, Eric De La Garza, that is your starting lineup. Amon Green, that is your starting lineup. And tomorrow, by the way, uh, Akbar is going to chat with Colts running back Ahmad Bradshaw. So, how about uh, some interaction with you, the people? If you got a question for Ahmad, tweet Akbar at Akbar underscore Baja, and you might just see Bradshaw answer your question on the air. We're back with more NFL Fantasy Live after this. Time for some fantasy feedback on NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Akbar, I recently read a fun fact about you. Your last name, Baja Biamila. Yep. It means big man come save me. Real talk. Is that true, or did you just go through Wikipedia and you're like, yeah, that totally is what it means? <laughs> no, 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 that's true. In fact, my great-great-grandfather was a seven-footer in the, in the village, and so whenever people would have issues, they would ask him to come mediate, meaning means come help me. So okay. big man, come help me. I'm not quite seven feet, but 6'6 six, six will do. Well, for our purposes here, we trolled through the uh, Twitter feed to go get some lineups of people who could use some help from you. Okay. We're going to go through those right now, and Angela is the first one who tweeted, I, she said, I have four good receivers, but just three spots. Who do who does she bench? Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Pierre Garçon, or Jeremy Macklin? Well, you know, this is an interesting lineup, but I'm going to have to go with, of course, Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin here. Excuse me, Pierre Garçon. Benching Pierre Garçon. And I'm going to go with Jeremy Macklin. Play Jeremy Macklin because Jeremy Macklin, I think, is the better play. When you look at Pierre Garçon, he's got Colt McCoy perhaps throwing him the ball. I don't like that matchup, but I do believe that against the Cardinals that Macklin is going to step up and have a big game. Okay, our next tweeter asks... Is this a good time to trade Giovanni Bernard for Ahmad Bradshaw? Come save this person. Yeah, big man, come save me. I'm going <laughs> to save you. I'm going to tell you right now, hold on to Giovanni Bernard. I know Ahmad Bradshaw has been playing well, but Giovanni Bernard, he's got a lot of upsides as well, and he's going to continue to put out that production, especially when they get A.J. Green back, because now all of a sudden they're not going to be able to stack the box against a Giovanni Bernard. But when you look at their production, they're not all that different. I mean, yes, 
that uh, Mott Bradshaw has more touchdowns. But when you look at what Giovanni Bernard has done in the run game, he has been excellent in the run game, and he's slightly under in the receiving yards from Ahmad Bradshaw. All right, great stuff. Now, if you have any more questions, use that hashtag, Big Man Come Save Me. I think they should have to say your, spell your last name correctly. <laughs> See who the real fans are. Anyways, but now we're going to hand it all over to Molly and Fabs for our weekly looks at Fabs starts and sits for week eight. Adam, big man, thank you so much. Real quick, Fabs, what does um, Fabiano mean in your village? Uh, small man give fantasy advice. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, so how about you give us your starts and sits, and let's begin with the wide receivers here. Small man who gives fantasy advice. You are too much. Yeah. All right, taking a look at this board, and let's touch on Deshaun Jackson here. Fabs. Let's do that. Deshaun Jackson has been up and down mm-hmm. all season long. This week, I say he is down against the Dallas Cowboys. He has one career touchdown in 10 games mm-hmm. against Dallas. 65-plus receiving yards once in his last five games against my beloved Dallas Cowboys, who beat the Giants last week. And the Cowboys have also allowed the third-fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. What does this all mean? If you have wide receiver depth, bench d And here's the thing. He wasn't doing much when the Cowboys weren't nearly as good as they are right. now. So, again, exactly. this is a matchy to, uh, matchup to be careful of. A matchy. Here we go. All right. <laughs> We're taking a look here at your running backs. And the one that we really want to focus on is Jarek McKinnon. He is certainly getting the touches there. 38 in his last two games. And this is a tremendous matchup because the Bucks just cannot stop the run. Great matchup. The Buccaneers have allowed more fantasy points to running backs in the last four weeks than any other team in the National Football League. They've also given up seven runs rushing touchdowns of running backs. That's tied for the fourth most in the league. McKinnon has now clearly surpassed Matt Asiata on that depth chart in Minnesota. Stardom, I think he could be a solid RB2 this week. All right, we're moving on to the quarterbacks right now here, Fabs. And uh, taking a look at this, it's, it's interesting because it, it changes as the season goes on. And mm-hmm. one of those major changes is Matt Ryan. He was on my bench the beginning of the season, and there was a couple times it killed me because he had almost more points than my starting quarterback. Luckily, I have Andrew Luck, so that was okay. But uh, it's been brag. Yeah, it's been downhill since then, and he's facing the Lions, who have allowed the fewest fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. So I'm assuming you're sitting him. Small man give more fantasy advice. Please. Sit Matt Ryan against Detroit in London. Ryan, number one, this is a team game, football is, and He's been sacked nine times in his last two games. That's third most in the league. That offensive line is in shambles right now. And he has scored fewer than 15 fantasy points in three of his last four games away from home. Mm-hmm. Can't play him. Yeah, it looked like things were turned around there, but uh, not so much. Good yeah. stuff. Thank you, Fabs. For more on the other quarterback in that matchup, Matthew Stafford and more, you can catch Michael Fabiano's Week 8 Fantasy Spotlights exclusively on NFL Now. Just visit NFL.com now to download the app for exclusive fantasy content specifically tailored to your fantasy team. Small man gives fantasy advice. You're not that small. Friday, NFL Fantasy Live has interviews with Ahmad Bradshaw and Pierre Garçon. NFL Fantasy Live returns Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now and 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Join us. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. 
mini-golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.